0: Uh, hello, uh, friends, pals, companions. Welcome back to Capes and Japes, uh, coming at you from a very special uh, early recording session.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a person in my house later working on our television, phone, and or internet.
0: <laughs> going to pick one one or all of those. Yeah. And uh, I'm on my last day of vacation, so... We're vibing.
1: Um just closing it out with a good old podcast record.
0: That's, that's how I want that I want to be remembered. Um,
1: <laughs> Here lies <laughs> Olivia. She had a podcast.
0: <laughs> she died doing what she loved, podcasting.
1: That's um, how mm, is podcasting a dangerous job?
0: I mean, I would say on. The list of careers probably one of the less dangerous ones you could have, unless you're doing a podcast that's like specifically about like mountain climbing or like your I, oh no Ross and Carrie or whatever.
1: I follow murderers. <laughs> Not like I follow their stories. I literally follow them and talk about what it's like a it's like a nature documentary, but yeah. True crime murders. Anyway, there's no way that this will go wrong.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. A hundred percent. Uh, anyways. So today for this hopefully very non-dangerous episode of Capes and Japes, we are, um, we covered a bunch of Marvel characters recently. Um, we were going to swing on back over to DC with a, uh, recent suggestion. from two of our patrons, uh, friends of the show, uh, and Sam. Um, and we're going to talk about, uh, Terry McGinnis, uh, which I am, I'm pretty excited about.
1: Our good friend Terry. Good, our good old pal. Um,
0: so Terry McGinnis is, uh, was created for a, uh, Batman animated series. Um, which is not the first time a character has migrated from uh the Batman cartoons into a comic canon proper. Um just earlier this month, uh we saw the first appearance of Andrea Beaumont, the phantasm, who was a uh, a character exclusive to a Batman animated movie um until she was just introduced in, uh, Batman Catwoman, um, as a comic book character, and most famously, uh, one Ms. Harley Quinn, currently one of DC's most, like, recognizable and profitable characters,
1: uh, was originally created for, uh, Batman the Animated Series. Um and the people just fucking loved her so much and they're like damn. Yeah. We got to make some money off of her. We can't get enough
0: of this evil clown girlfriend. Uh and uh Terry is also uh an example of this. Uh probably like definitely more known for his cartoon appearances, I would say, but has since then been incorporated. As a character in, uh, the normal comics. Uh, so,
1: Terry is the protagonist of Batman Beyond. I thought Uh, for a second you were going to say Terry is the Batman Beyond.
0: He is, he is the Batman and boy does he ever go beyond. Um, he is, uh, the protagonist of Batman Beyond. A, uh, cartoon which, uh ran from 1999 to 2001, uh, and, which I think was, like, popular enough that, like, most people probably have, like, a passing awareness of it, at least. Uh,
1: and I definitely watched some of it. Yeah. This is actually- I would be able to look at it and be all like, oh, yeah, that's Batman Beyond. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, this is a little bit of an, uh, embarrassing blind spot not blind spot in my knowledge but despite being who i am as a person um i have not watched batman
1: beyond all the way through it's okay olivia neither have i and want to know something even more embarrassing yes i haven't watched batman the animated series (laughs)
0: let's just let's just do let's just do all of them the thing was like batman beyond and the other Associated Batman series like were airing like right before I like just so shortly before I discovered that I um extremely like Batman um so Teen Titans managed to hit that that sweet spot for me um
1: yeah Teen Titans and Justice League were the start for me. yes
0: um Batman Beyond just uh just passed me by. Uh, but Batman Beyond is a, uh, TV series developed by, um, Bruce Timm and, uh, Paul Dini, who, and it is a direct, uh, follow-up to the other cartoons they worked on together. Um, most notably, uh, Batman the Animated Series and, uh, the new Batman Adventures, uh. The latter of which was like a direct continuation of the former. Um, Bruce Tim is the name uh most associated with these cartoons, as well as most of the other d c cartoons of the era, mostly because uh he has a very, very recognizable uh, character design um art style. Um that you notice immediately if you've seen like any of these shows or even just watched like a little bit of them. Um, but he has like pretty much like all of his characters, especially like uh male characters, have like these like sort of like triangular like torsos with like very, very broad shoulders and then like sort of dramatically tapering down. Uh he uses these kind of bold lines and, like, very sharp angles, uh, in his designs, and it's very iconic, uh, and very recognizable, and also, like, clearly worked because, uh, most of these shows were very, uh, you know, popular and well-received, um, and there's still, like, uh, he does, like, art for comics, Um, And you also have, like, you see a lot of people kind of, like, imitating his art style now.
1: Um, It's a good style, is the thing. It's, like, it's really good. Also, especially if you grew up watching, like, anything that Bruce Tim has done, there is no way that it could not have influenced your style.
0: Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Uh, He... He also, apparently, he, like, taught himself art. Like, he didn't really have any formal training, which I think is cool. I love that. Love love to see it. But anyways, so Batman Beyond is uh, in the same universe as these other cartoons uh, and is a sequel to them, but it takes place uh, in the future of the current timeline of these shows, so, uh, the story is that in 2019, um, which at the time was, you know, like, 20 years in the future of, uh, currently airing, like, Batman and DC properties, uh, in 2019, uh, Bruce Wayne is, you know, he's getting old, he, uh, a lot of his, you know, allies have either, like, uh, retired or died or have, like, cut off ties with him. Um All fair and valid. He, yeah, you know, understandable. Um, he, uh, there, uh, Jason Todd doesn't exist in the cartoon universe, um, but there was another incident with the, uh, The animated version of Tim Drake, uh, which served a similar purpose in being, you know, like, a significant failure that, like, weighed very heavily on Batman, but which was arguably, uh, more upsetting and traumatic than what happened with Jason. Um, to this day, I think possibly one of the darkest things in any piece of Batman media, um so he has that uh to deal with (laughs) um and he's also getting older and one day he's uh helping out he's like rescuing uh an heiress who's like a daughter of a friend of his um from some kidnappers and you know while he's like fighting off these kidnappers uh he has a heart attack uh and In order to defend himself, he has to uh, grab a gun and threaten one of the kidnappers with it Um, and is, you know, so like shaken and upset by this betrayal of his, one of his most basic principles uh, that he retires from being Batman and decides he's just not, he's not going to fight crime anymore. He's not going to do it.
1: I like how it's not the heart attack.
0: No, the heart attack, he's like, whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, maybe I shouldn't be putting myself in dangerous situations where uh, my body might betray me at any time. Um, No, it's because when my body betray- inevitably betrays me, I might have to use a weapon that I don't like.
0: Yeah, I might betray my principles, which will be worse. I, like... I imagine, like, not to get too... We're not talking about Bruce Wayne here. We're talking about Terry, and we will. Um, I do imagine that Bruce has, like, always been sort of like, well, I'm going to die fighting crime anyways. Um, So the idea of his body starting to fall apart is just kind of like, well, that makes sense. I'll just keep fighting crime until my heart gives out. But But if it causes him to use a gun...
1: (laughs) I refuse to die... In any way other than fighting crime, I will have a warrior's death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's um, one of uh one of my friends has been playing through uh, the Witcher games, and I've been watching it a little bit. And there's this like recurring thing where everybody's like, "Oh, you know what they say? No Witcher's ever died in his own bed." And I'm like, "Wow, Batman!"
1: <laughs> they the, sometimes. <laughs> die fighting crime sometimes they die in other people's beds (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) exactly um but anyways so that all happens uh 20 years uh in the future of like the new batman adventures and justice league and all those but uh 20 years after this, in the year 2039, um, we are introduced to Terry McGinnis. Uh, so, uh, Terry McGinnis is, uh, a teenager, and at this point in 2039, uh, Gotham has become, uh, neo-Gotham, um, and there's a lot of, kind of, one of the things about this show, um, and I think part of the reason a lot of people like dug it so much is it like incorporated like a lot of like kind of like futury like cyberpunk sort of elements, uh, which I guess <laughs> relevant for 2020. Um, but like, you know, Gotham's become this kind of, uh, futuristic city. Um, there's like flying cars, uh, you know, there's, like, some plots that involve, like, sentient androids, stuff like that, um, but, uh, Terry is a teen, uh, in this version of Gotham who, uh, has some, uh, some kind of a, uh, troubled past, uh, he lives with uh his parents are divorced. he uh lives with his dad, who he has like a little bit of a strained relationship with um his younger brother matt uh lives with his mom um and he like he gets like he has you know normal like sibling squabbles with his brother, but they're you know relatively fine um his brother does not turn evil and try to kill him that I'm aware of, so
1: it's good.
0: There's still time. Yeah, there's still time. No, to be fair, when you're like, when you're a teen superhero, normally you don't worry so much about the evil sibling problem because a lot of the time it's like your younger sibling, like, exists to be, like, put in danger or something like that. That's true. Uh, that's very <laughs> common.
1: You have to <laughs> more worry about your younger sibling dying. Yeah, that's got to That's
0: a big, uh, that's a big concern. Um... So Terry was uh formerly part of like a uh teen street gang um he was working with this uh con artist thief uh racketeer who was uh not like that much older than him, but somewhat older than him uh named charlie big time Bigelow
1: okay. Um,
0: Yeah, uh, who, uh, you know, kind of is shown to be, like, even if Terry doesn't necessarily recognize it at first, like, kind of, like, roping him into doing some, uh, morally questionable things, um, and before the start of the series, they had, uh, both gotten arrested and, uh, Terry was in juvie for a few months, uh, while Charlie was old enough to be tried as an adult and went to prison for, like, three
1: years, um. I was really worried that it was gonna be, like, and Big Time said that Terry was, like, the ringleader and da da, da, da. and <laughs> I was so ready to make a comment about, like, they believed a guy whose nickname is Big Time that so this dude yeah. Terry McGinnis, who doesn't have like a crime nickname, is calling <laughs> His the shots. Just Terry. He's just a 14-year-old boy named Terry. Um. Okay, Big Time. I believe yeah. you. Terry's the um, ring <laughs> Uh,
0: Big Time is a uh recurring character through the series. Um, as Terry, like, sort of deals with his guilt about how, you know, uh, he was like, you know, he got arrested for like a really long time and Terry didn't. Um, and then eventually comes to realize he's like, Oh no, wait, this dude kind of like (laughs) encouraged me to do some very bad things and probably I shouldn't, uh, feel all that responsible for what happened to him. Um, A good
1: realization to come to. I'm so proud of you, Terry. Yeah. You do not need to carry that. (laughs)
0: Absolutely not. And then obviously it's, you know, superhero cartoons, so uh Charlie ends up, you know, getting like mutated by a weird chemical and becomes like kind of like a blockbuster type like monster guy and they have to fight him cuz Of course. You know comics.
1: Yeah. Um everybody from your backstory will come back.
0: <laughs> uh obviously. So at the uh These, uh, this takes place before the events of Batman Beyond. At the, uh, start of the series, um, Terry, uh, has a run-in with probably the most, uh, common recurring, uh, villains of Batman Beyond, which is a street gang called the Jokers, with a Z, Mm. um, who are a group of, like, It starts out like they're just kind of like hooligans and then they kind of start doing like more like actual serious crimes um but they're all uh they like idolize the Joker like all of their looks are like modeled after the Joker um and uh Terry has a run-in with them he uh is running away he ends up uh at Wayne Manor um
1: how and uh isn't it like out in nowhere the countryside or is batman beyond a little bit closer together
0: i'm i think they're establishing it as being closer uh to the bounds of gotham city i have to assume because otherwise
1: terry just (laughs) ran into the woods
0: ran into the woods for miles and the jokers gave up like an hour ago but he's still just running um can't go back yeah um so bruce uh steps out uh comes out of the the mansion to help him at this point um he is living there alone uh with his dog Uh, i was about
1: to ask a very stupid question (laughs) Which was what? (laughs) No, no, it's fine. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Bruce comes out of the, the manor because he hears this kid getting into a fight. Um, helps him out. Is still, you know, a capable fighter, but is, like, very old and having heart problems. Um, so he starts to, uh, you know, he, he, gets kind of, like, weakened from the fight, and, uh, Terry helps him inside, um, you know, Bruce, uh, falls asleep, and Terry, uh, in classic, uh, teen in Wayne Manor fashion, accidentally stumbles on the entrance to the Batcave, uh, and realizes that this old, old man used to be Batman, um, and Bruce is like, ah, "What are you doing? Get out of here! Don't look at my uh, don't look at my cave. Um <laughs> And Terry's
1: unsee that right now, kid.
0: Just get that out of your brain. Um, uh, you know, Terry's like, "Whoa, that's uh, pretty wild, I guess." Anyways, uh, and goes home to find that his dad. Has been murdered. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. You know. Um, this, uh, was unrelated to Terry's discovery of Bruce Wayne. Um, his, uh, dad works for, uh, Wayne Enterprises, which has now merged with another company, um, to become Wayne Powers, uh, like, incorporated, or, like, whatever, some, like, company name, um, and it's being run by the other, uh, you know, partner, uh, Derek Powers, um, who is trying to, uh, use the company to create, uh, biological weapons. Terry's dad found out. Uh, Derek ordered him killed. Um, he, uh, (laughs) In the comics, um, the comics interpretation of this story, um, the person he orders, uh, to, to kill Terry's father is, like, a direct descendant of Joe Chill. (laughs) Ah. Just to, like, really drive it home, like.
1: In my head, I was like, please be Deadshot 2, the sequel to Deadshot. (laughs) (laughs) That would also be pretty great. Um joe chill's great 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 grandson they had children early i guess yeah all of them we got four generations in one man's lifetime
0: (laughs) incredible um so uh terry uh goes back to bruce is like hey uh my dad got murdered you're batman do something uh and Bruce is like, "Well, I am not Batman, and I retired, and also I am very, very old. uh, so maybe you should solve this crime the uh regular way and Terry goes, mm, no, I will not do that uh, <laughs> steals uh steals a bat suit and uh goes to
1: fight powers himself um." I'm assuming he gets his ass kicked?
0: Uh, no, he does, um, he does manage to do it with some, uh, some eventual help, uh, from Bruce. Alright. Um, yeah, he manages to, uh, derail his plan, um, and, uh, in the process, of course, uh, Powers is exposed to his, uh to his own, like, weapons that he was creating, uh, and is mutated into a super villain.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So, uh... Cartoon irony. <laughs> um,
0: you know, you know how it be. Um, so Bruce is like, all right, damn. Uh, well, you have this bat suit. I've learned that no matter what I try, I cannot tell teens what to do
1: I don't know why he tried in the first place
0: <laughs> I just, I don't know why it never works um and he's like you know you did expose this man's evil plot so i guess Gotham still needs a batman um
1: also can't believe uh i haven't been paying attention to my company enough that uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you know what that one's on me that's my bad <laughs> this one does um... kind of
1: hurt a little bit yeah
0: so he uh hires uh terry ostensibly as his uh you know like chauffeur slash personal assistant um to give a cover as to why this teen is coming over to wayne manor all the time um and he does still like chauffeur him and like do stuff for him um but then also bruce starts training him to be batman (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um and so the uh the original, you know, uh series which ran for I think 3 seasons. Um what yeah, like 1999 to 2001, that makes sense. Um obviously, you know, uh follows Terry learning to be Batman, uh the development of his relationship with Bruce, who is, you know, old and grouchy, um, and, like, still very shaken from everything that happened with Tim, um, which is, like, alluded to several times, like, throughout, uh, the series, but is, uh, gets explored in a, like, uh, made-for-TV movie that comes, like, after the end of the series, um and uh, so unlike unlike Bruce Wayne Batman, obviously uh Terry is a teen <laughs> um, and it like falls into a lot of the you know classic uh like the the spider man established teen superhero formula, which continues to kind of you know resonate with like Kamala Khan and Jaime Reyes and uh. In a similar era to Batman Beyond, uh, Virgil Hawkins. And I think, like, Static Shock had, like, a crossover episode where they meet Terry from the future or something. They do. Um,
1: they do. They do. I did see you. that one. <laughs>
0: Great. Um, where, like, Terry is, you know, trying to balance his, uh, normal teen life with secretly being Batman. Uh, he, uh... <laughs> using the cover of him having a, a job as Bruce Wayne's personal assistant.
1: Um weird that Bruce Wayne hasn't had a personal assistant for like over 20 years. But I get sure, yeah, somebody's got to remind him to like take his medicine or something.
0: Yeah, got to drive him places, get him to take his meds, uh feed his dog. <laughs>
1: um
0: he has a uh he has a girlfriend, uh, who he's in a relationship with pretty much throughout the course of the series. There's, like, a couple times where, again, in classic teen hero fashion, they're, like, driven apart by misunderstandings because he's secretly Batman and he can't tell her. Um, she does end up finding out, I think that might be in the comics, though, um, And he also has a, uh, cool, uh, cool sidekick who's, like, a, uh, computer hacker genius girl named Max who, uh, figures out his deal and helps him out by doing cool cyberpunk computer stuff. Nice. Uh, hell yeah. Um, and he, uh, has dealings with Barbara Gordon who, in this, uh, future is the police commissioner, she's taken over her dad's job, and has, like, sort of a, like, a a tense relationship with him, um, partly because she is aware of his, uh, criminal record, and partly because she's also very, like, personally shaken by what happened with Tim, um, and is... Kind of disturbed that Bruce is bringing another teen into this.
1: I mean, that's... Uh... That's nothing to be mad at Terry about.
0: No, but I think... You know, it kind of... Bleeds over. Uh,
1: Yeah. Probably.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um... And, uh... They, you know, deal with... Obviously, uh... Derek Powers becomes a supervillain, is a... Recurring villain, uh many other, like, you know, Charlie, there's the Jokers with a Z, um, the Royal Flush Gang shows up, like, a future version of the Royal Flush Gang, um, and Terry has kind of, like, a sort of romantic connection with one of them while he's, uh, temporarily broken up with his girlfriend. Um, he, uh, <laughs> there's a lot, there are, a lot of villains in this show, um, and it is, like, fairly dark, like, somewhat, uh, darker thematically than, like, the previous Batman shows, um, it has this kind of, you know, cyberpunk edge to it, um, and also I think, like, not an insignificant reason for the appeal is that, uh, Terry's, like, Batman outfit, I think is, like, very very cool uh yes it's like it's very iconic it's like very I think it's just great character design it's like very obviously Batman but like very obviously not Bruce Wayne from from Bruce Wayne Batman yeah and it manages to like look kind of like sleek and futuristic without uh being you know the current comic book way you make things look futuristic which is just to put like a bunch of extra things on them and then have them glow uh which i know is probably because that would have sucked to animate and having like a very like streamlined suit is much easier um but also i think it's like it's very like striking and cool looking um and i think like there's obviously there's a lot of reasons why people still like think fondly of batman beyond but i think that's not an insignificant part of it uh Similarly to how, uh, one of the reasons, like, Spider-Gwen became very popular and, like, eventually got sort of, like, incorporated into the main Marvel continuity was because, um, her outfit was relatively simple but very, very cool and everyone immediately wanted to cosplay it. Um, I mean,
1: look, we are- fans are pretty simple. You give us a cool character design, we will want to cosplay it. We will want to put it on our bodies.
0: (laughs) And that's valid. Um, but, uh, so that, you know, the, the story of Batman Beyond follows, uh, you know, Terry's various, uh, Batman trials and tribulations. Um, a few years after it ended, um, there is a, uh... sorry, a Justice League Unlimited episode, uh, called Epilogue, which was originally intended to be the finale of Justice League Unlimited, and then they did another season. Um, but it, uh, takes place, it's mostly about, uh, Terry, uh, but it takes place in the, uh, 15 years after the events of, uh, Batman Beyond, Where, uh, Terry, uh, Bruce is in need of a kidney transplant. Um, Terry, uh, offers to, you know, be checked to see if, like, he would be a match. Uh, discovers that his DNA is, uh, almost identical to Bruce's. Um, and, uh, after trying to figure out why this would be um tracks down old old amanda waller
1: who you know has all the answers
0: who if any person in the world would know what is up with this it would be amanda waller um and discovers that you know is going through this whole thing where he's like what the hell is like bruce my father like how is that possible like did bruce like am i somehow bruce's son and he like never told me uh and amanda waller tells him she's like so listen uh i understood that uh batman was one of the most important people uh on the justice league you know his like uh his tactical mind, his, you know, his willingness to do what's necessary. Like I was like, oh, it's really important that we have Batman on the Justice League. But Batman's a guy. <laughs> you know, and Superman is like Kryptonian biology and Wonder Woman's like kind of immortal. But Batman is a guy and he would die. So I was like, well, I Amanda Waller, I'm am gonna take this into my own hands. And I'm going to make sure that Batman has a son. That someone out there with Bruce Wayne's DNA
1: can. Because that's what makes Batman.
0: Can become Batman. This is not, I, so truly not how DNA works. Um, she, uh... So she collects DNA from, uh, from Bruce Wayne. She, uh, manages to find, like, uh, Terry's parents are, like, similar to Bruce's parents, um, and, uh, uses the cover of a flu shot, um, to inject Terry's father with nanobots that, would reconstruct his DNA so that when he had kids they would have Bruce Wayne's DNA um so Terry is genetically Batman's son uh even though he was still like his dad is still his dad biologically uh he has Bruce Wayne's DNA. Um and uh Terry's like, well, that's uh that's oh, and also, also Amanda Waller tried to get um Andrea Beaumont, the Phantasm, to kill Terry's parents in front of him so that he would be Batman. Um and Andrea was like, hey, this
1: is fucked hey Amanda that's fucked up Amanda I'm not (laughs) doing this
0: she's like okay alright alright I guess
1: fine um we're not gonna kill this kid's parents in front of him that's why why don't we just make a better Batman (laughs) a less traumatized Batman (gasps)
0: um god um According to, uh, Dwayne McDuffie, um, creator of Static Shock, who also wrote this particular episode or, uh, co-wrote it, um, he, uh, he viewed it as, like, uh, Bruce, like, figured out at some point over the course of the series that Terry was, like, uh, his son. And it is, again, like, vaguely hinted at that this is the case, but, like, very, very, kind of, like, vaguely, um, and he was like, well, Bruce figured it out, but he wasn't gonna say anything, because it's kind of fucked up.
1: Yeah, like, imagine going to work one day, and your boss is like, hey, by the way, you are biologically my son, because an old colleague of mine stole my DNA and injected it into your dad. (laughs) Like, Uh, yeah, what would you do?
0: it would be a lot to process for anyone but i'd say especially a teen
1: anyway now please drive me to my doctor's appointment
0: <laughs> please i'm so old and sick
1: um the
0: um there's also a uh like a standalone comic mini series that was published in 2010 um where the plot is like there's a uh, there's a Batman Beyond Universe version of Hush um, who is uh, a clone of Dick Grayson because Amanda, because Amanda Waller tried to do the same thing with Dick Grayson because she's like, well, Dick Grayson is more emotionally stable than Bruce Wayne. And it's like, again, Amanda, not how DNA works.
1: Amanda, it's only one factor.
0: I can't stress this enough. Like, you're so smart. You should know this.
1: Okay, so she's very smart, but maybe just not when it comes to um, nature versus nurture versus environmental factors.
0: That's really, that is that is a significant blind spot uh, in her extensive knowledge.
1: She's, she, start, she took a class and they're like, so... The makeup of a person's mind and emotional state is mostly nature. And she's like, all right, cool, and left. And then they're like, but it's also influenced heavily by nurture and environmental factors. But Amanda's already gone.
0: She's She's already gone. She's busy. She's got things to do.
1: She's like, cool, I caught three seconds of this class. I'm ready to clone some dudes. (laughs) <gasps> um, or she heard like exact genetic copy and she's like uh-huh. aha. <laughs> um
0: so uh after the uh after the end of of the Batman Beyond series, um Terry makes a few brief appearances um in comics. Uh he first shows up in uh an issue of uh, Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee, Batman, Superman, uh, my, uh, (laughs) my home turf, um, where, uh, Bizarro ends up in an alternate universe, Gotham City, that's, like, clearly, you know, modeled after the Batman Beyond version of, uh, Neo-Gotham, um, and the, uh, a character shows up who looks like, you know, Terry like Terry's Batman costume um but is referred to as like referred to as Tim um which I I don't know why they couldn't like they had to have it be Tim what, like they could have like they could have called him Terry like it wouldn't have been like I feel like even people who didn't watch Batman beyond still would have been like oh this is a new Batman so it's a different guy Yeah, Um,
1: it doesn't all have to connect back to the Robins, you know that, right, comics?
0: You can introduce um, new
1: characters, you do it literally all the time.
0: (laughs) I wrote this, I was like, everyone must be a Robin. Um, I'm fair. And then, uh, a few years after that, in, uh, Countdown, uh, Countdown to Final Crisis, um there's a, uh, storyline where Jason Todd, Donna Troy, and Kyle Rayner, uh, absolute dream team, are, like, kind of, like, hopping around universes together, um, and they end up on, uh, Earth-12, um, which, again, resembles the Batman Beyond universe, um, and they see, you know, again, this, like, uh, Terry's, like, Batman Beyond, uh, costume, um, and are talking about it and, uh, speculate that they're like, well, we're clearly in, like, a future universe, so that's probably either, like, Tim or Dick, who's Batman now, um, and then later, uh, a, uh, the monitor is like, oh, no, that's somebody else, (laughs) um. Thanks. Thanks, the
1: monitor. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the only the only one that we
1: can trust. The monitor has been watching Batman Beyond. He knows. It's like it's a really good show, you guys. Please, like, just come over, like, I'll make some popcorn. Just watch this show with me. Come on. Watch <laughs> Earth Twelve with me. Um Except don't tell Tim, because apparently something really bad happened to him. <laughs> Jason you could probably relate. Tim does not come back though. <laughs> uh so then this
0: like kind of uh Earth 12 continuity is sort of the established like state of things. Um he gets that uh mini series where they have to t- t- fight the evil clone of Dick Grayson um he shows up in like some uh some other like issues, you know, where various kind of universe jumping things happen. Um and uh after New 52, um he uh during Futures End, he's uh officially established as part of DC continuity as, like, existing in the future, um, of this version of DC, um, and since then he's had a few, uh, on, uh, ongoing titles, um, it's like, it is like, I understand that it's like, it's kind of hard in comics to, like, introduce a character and be like, this is going to happen in the future when, you know,
1: uh... Present comics are still being written.
0: Present comics are still being written, and, you know, you want to leave things open, potentially. Um, there is one... I have not, uh, read the, uh... a lot of the Beyond comics. Many of them, uh have him interacting with, like, the, uh, future version of the Justice League, um, that also showed up in the show. I think there's, um, I think there's one version where it's, uh, there's one, like, kind of, like, flash forward, uh, crossover sort of thing, um, where it establishes that, uh, Terry's mentor is actually Damien who became Batman after Bruce and is now training Terry to be Batman after him um but I don't think that's the case anymore I'm not I'm not sure where it stands there's confusing there's confusing stuff and also now they're doing a future thing in DC currently so I don't know how, how and if Terry is going to relate to that at all, um, but he has, you know, established a, uh, a presence in the comics, uh, again, because this show was, uh, I don't, like, I don't know how it compared in popularity to, like, the other, uh, Batman cartoons of the time, um, but it was like, very iconic, and, like, people who were into it were, like, very, very into it, um, and I, I do think it's cool, and I do think it's wild to have, like, for how little, (laughs) like, how consistently comics has been, like, no Bruce is Batman, and he, it has to always be Batman, to have a show that's like, Batman's a teen now! <laughs> <laughs> he's a teen in the future!
1: His name is Terry, deal with it.
0: Yeah, um, so, um, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty neat stuff. Um, also he's voiced by Will Friedel, so. Good. <laughs> Sh- shout out to Will Friedel. Uh, Yeah. Huh, did you have uh anything you wanted to add or any uh any other any
1: other comments to make? I really should watch Batman Beyond. <laughs> Let's all watch Batman I Beyond, sh- sh- Beyond I should. together. I we should. We should do that. Um man. If only I hadn't started that supernatural marathon. <laughs> <laughs> it's <not> a <laughs> lot to get through. Maybe I'll <sighs> just watch Batman Beyond first. <laughs>
0: There's so much, there's so much Supernatural. It will take so long.
1: There's too much, honestly. Um, but I did read some comics. Uh, I saw! Yeah, if you're in the Discord, you are informed, like, almost immediately whenever I read anything. Um, because I am incapable of shutting up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. Everyone should enjoy it.
1: Um... Yeah, so if you're in the Discord, you already know that um uh, I read Power Pack number one, uh, which has, like, I know it's written by Ryan North, but it also has just big Ryan North energy. <laughs> <laughs> it starts out with an autobiographical comic that one of the children drew to... Tell their parents that they have superpowers, which is a really good and fun way to get, like, the backstory out for a lesser-known group. Like, ah, yes, please, let this child tell me how they got superpowers. Thank you. Yes. I love this. Absolutely. Um. This is what moms love to hear. (laughs) You
0: posted, like, one single, like... (laughs) Not even a whole panel, just one single, like, line from this, like, introductory, like, child's comic. And I was like, hmm, sounds like Ryan North.
1: (laughs) Hmm. And there, there he was. Yeah, there was an alien that was like, wow, we suck so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We are mean and suck so bad. It's like, oh, it's Ryan North right there."
0: there. There he is, Baby.
1: I also read uh, Marvel Voices, Indigenous Voices, number one. Yes! Which, right out the gate, you get an Echo story. Hell yes. Um. Also, Loki's there. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, Loki's, you know, doing his thing, uh, manipulating people. But also, like, the first page is Uatu the Watcher, and Uatu the Watcher is just like, hey, I'm going to tell you about just, like, a little thing. Just, you know, I'm just going to let you know how many indigenous characters we have, who they are, what they do. Um, A lot of them are X-Men. <laughs> which is good to me, except I don't read a lot of X-Men, and maybe I should. Um,
0: I mean, I'll, like, statistically, there are so many goddamn x men so many x men probably if you're listing a lot of categories yeah a lot of them would be x men
1: uh the second story in it is um danny moonstar and oh, I-, I love danny uh ron sinclair and i'm just like wow i kind of hope they date and then i look it up and apparently in the um new mutants movie it's a movie, right? Not a TV series? I can't- uh, It now is, I'm... uh,
0: no, it, it is a movie. It, it is, is a movie. A, a movie that was delayed a thousand times and then finally came out this year. And I heard pretty much nothing about it after it came out.
1: I honestly didn't even know it was out yet. Um, Apparently they do date in that one, though. Or at least Oh. it's- I found when I googled- These two names, New Mutants, was, like, definitely a love story, was love at first sight, so which might, you know, just be all subtext, but I really hope that they at least hold hands. (laughs) Because it's 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 very cute. It's a very good story. Um, And there's also, like, a lot of... there's three stories in this, and I want more? marvel petition to like have more more of this please more more of it long longer longer stories um and also more people and also (laughs) um more than three more yes (laughs) please i want i want more of this uh
0: first more indigenous characters then hiring more indigenous writers and artists and then uh creating many more of these please thank you
1: yeah like you have your second page that tells me about all of these cool characters and then you tell and then you do me a, a story like three stories about like four of them <laughs> uh, come on tell tell me more tell me more about them give them their own things um but i did also read a bunch of like uh zines and short comics that i've had for a while um like uh vampire blood drive 2 by mira antoine <gasps> which ah uh, yes good it's very good love mira it vampire blood drive 1 is like hey i just found out that my school has, like, a sister school that is all vampires, and I maybe want to date this vampire. And then, um, <laughs> volume two is, like, cool, this is my butch vampire girlfriend, and one of my childhood friends is coming over, and then childhood friend reveals that she comes from a long line of vampire hunters and shenanigans <sighs> ensue. Um, <gasps> Iconic. Yeah, so very good. Um, I also read the, um, Team Avatar charity zine that was, uh, put on yes. by Gabby Epstein and Ngozi Okazu, which I don't know if they still have digital copies for sale. If they do, they will be in the show notes. Um, and That But Lesbians Volume 2, which That But Lesbians <sighs> is a very good series. Unfortunately not on sale. I did look it up last night. <laughs> uh, which, a shame, really. It's very good. Yeah.
0: There are, um, you can see some, uh, excerpts from it in the Discord. <laughs> so, I've... a very, uh, yeah. a very powerful lesbian Geralt.
1: And then, this morning I read uh Shattered Spear by uh Otava He Hekula? Nice. It's a good little short comic. Um about two people out there in the desert falling in love. <laughs> just hell yeah, dude. <laughs> good shit. Uh I read like a couple other things, but it's fine. It was just a bunch of little short things. I love them. I have sounds... so many, like, anthologies and zines and little short comics that I have and have been meaning to read and have not read yet. I mean,
0: sounds, sounds pretty good. Sounds like some great content.
1: Yeah. How about you? Um, I
0: did not, uh, did not read anything this, uh, past week, despite- being on vacation for part of it but no I was having a Lord of the Rings marathon oh, so
1: so good very good i mean yeah it was it
0: was pretty great
1: um there was
0: quite a lot of hullabaloo while i was having my Lord of the Rings marathon um because uh disney had its investor call and uh both announced and released trailers for Um, a ton of their new content, uh, including their Marvel content. Um, and there's so like, kind of like too much for me to like really even process. Yeah. Um, But, uh, there's a new trailer for Loki. There's a new trailer for Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, there's a new trailer for What If on Disney+. Plus. There was, uh, a very, uh, like, title announcement for the next Ant-Man, uh, where Cassie will be in it, which I am excited about. Um, and most people have probably, like, (laughs) seen most of these already because they've been, uh, they've been going around the internet. Um, but a, um, a lot of stuff that I will probably end up watching, even though I am a little bit, like, this is kind of too much stuff and Disney probably should not own so much stuff. Disney but also should that not Loki trailer own... looked kind of cool. Yeah. No. They shouldn't own it. They shouldn't. can't stress this enough. They should not own this much stuff.
1: Disney should not own this much stuff. Um, I always say that I'm going to watch stuff and then I never do. So I don't know. <laughs> I can't promise that I'm going to watch anything on Disney+. No. I started watching The Mandalorian a long time ago when it first came out. I have not kept up. I just don't <laughs> go to Disney Plus when I'm like, I want to watch something. Mhm.
0: Um, well, soon there will be so much stuff on there, that maybe no one will be able to watch it. Oh my god. Um, well, they are they are going to they are going to have Hawkeye though, so who knows. That maybe is that'll get you.
1: True. And they released some set photos. And it's looking very good is the problem. I do love to see it is the thing. I do love to see it. Maybe I'll have to have like a watching accountability buddy where it's like, we will both watch this. <laughs> hey, podcast. I would do that. I'm... Podcast? I would do that with you. <laughs> i just realized as I was speaking that I have a built-in audience where some of you at <clears throat> least will probably keep me accountable and be like, hey, have you watched Hawkeye yet? Hey, have you watched Hawkeye yet? You're unemployed. What are you doing with your time? The answer is taking three-hour naps. And also staring, up. staring into space for several minutes and then not realizing what time it is at all. Um, We're doing great in my house.
0: Hell yeah. That's it. Look, it's 2020. We're all doing our best.
1: Oh, yeah. Anyway... Anyway, happy Hanukkah.
0: Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Um, If you want to uh, follow us in places, uh, we have Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, and a Facebook group. You can follow us on any of those at Capes and Japes. uh, Though Twitter is definitely uh, where we are most active because it's where Briar and I are most active. We Uh, live there. We do live there. It's it's not good. No, but it's where we live. Um we um have a Discord server where you can see all of the aforementioned uh comics panels, uh people's reactions to uh new trailers, uh Spider-Man movie rankings, as well as lots and lots of non-comic stuff. Um and you can come by and uh chat with us there uh we have a patreon if you feel like you're uh able and or willing to support us there uh no pressure obviously um but you can get bonus content you can help us pick what we talk about as this episode was picked by friends and patrons of the show Pav and sam who suggested terry thank you um and uh yeah if you can't do that Um, another way to support the show, if you feel like it, is to leave a rating and review. Um, we got, um, a new review just, uh, before, (laughs) before we recorded last episode. Um, but we missed it before we recorded it, but we did have a review, um, from, uh, My Little Horse, which is super cool. Thank you for leaving a review. That's, like, extremely dope and tight of you.
1: Um, yeah. We appreciate so it. So,
0: we do appreciate it. Hell yeah. So, if you want to do that, we would appreciate it. Um, also telling your friend about the show if you think they'd be interested in it. That's very cool of you. And just uh coming back and joining us. Hell yeah. Um, so thank you for being here today on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia
1: and I have been Briar and as always, I'm your dad. Sexy Batman.
0: (laughs) Is that, is that I, sexy Batman, am your dad? Or are you telling sexy Batman that you are his dad?
1: It's up to interpretation.
0: All right, hell yeah. (laughs)